exclusive new Eminem. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. This is for the love of hip hop, battle rap. We gotta keep it alive. Yo. Dear Colson, I wrote you, but you still haven't posted. The only time you rocked the full house was when you weren't Olsen. But anyways, fuck it, man. How's your little daughter? Hopefully not getting involved with needles like a drug-addicted father. Oops. Oh, shit. I'm on another plane. I'm so awoken. You trying to emergency, but crash, you sully choking. And when I'm home alone, bitch, you still Macaulay Culkin. I marched with the NRA that had his machine gun Kelly broken. Uh. Tough little pistol, Kelly. Shit, I fist you so hard till I hit your belly. This dude is anorexic. Someone get him a sandwich mixed with jelly. I'm not even pissed. No, really, I'm ballin' like a disco, silly Those jabs you missed, though, Nelly I'm coming for your wrist, oh, Kelly uh. Yeah, come at me, dog. I'm sick Polio These haters are all liars Coming out the word work like Pinocchio I hate these mambo rappers They go da-da-da-di Catch me in a Maserati The fucking Bugatti That I don't own I rent to be somebody I don't know Sidetrack, back to Kelly, the fake Machiavelli Bandana around your throat, just fucking do it Hang yourself, stupid Tom. And Logan Paul will take a pic yeah. Jump off the roof and finally make a hit You shady's bitch, about to get smoked like a Jamaican split Exclusive fire It's that hot shit from Eminem The rap god This is the rap god Bringing that, that fire, that fire. Sugar. Did you not hear Sugar. it? Sugar. Let's break it down, Sugar. acapella style. Of course I'm world torn. Of course he's world torn. Four points over the four points. Why in the four torns getting the portion and the force at the same time? They hear the Ford and look what I'm planning, planning. I'm planning to do all this while you're panicking. You're looking and staring at mannequins. I'm going on a panicking, 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 Probably I don't know. The, those the, he did a he did a clearly this wasn't Eminem. Like a bitch, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Your fans become your hands. That can't be Eminem. That's the real. That's the real. Rap guy. Rihanna just hit me on a text. Rihanna hit him on a text. Last night I left hickeys on her neck. Hickeys. Wait. You just dissed me, I'm perplexed. Insult me in a line, compliment me on the next. Damn, I'm really no. sorry you want me to have a heart attack. Was watching 8 Mile, I'm on auto track. Yeah. Realized I forgot to call you back. Here's that autograph for your daughter. And you wrote it on the stand, 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 son. Listen, man, dad isn't mad, but I'm just on my shit. Now let me down. Oh, that was the real. That was. That was I can't believe this shit. That was the real. Let's start with it. Fuck it. What you been listening to this week? Wait, we got Ah, this is the Government Name Podcast. We're getting directly into the shits. Eminem has dropped the fucking ball. You can't be playing around with real MCs when real MCs are out for blood. There's fucking sharks in the water. And we see, smell the blood. Hey, uh, I'm Cole Jackson. I am the one and only Shogun. And we are two halves that make one whole. And I'm a whole ass whole. Had a whole ass whole full of weakness. Bullshit. 
apparently Shogun had a bad week. I had a horrible week. And uh and Eminem I looked help. towards music to make my week better. And God uh, damn it. Wow. Russ is the only one who helped me out. <laughs> Appreciate you, Russ, for coming in. Oh shit. That new rapper too. What new rapper? Russ is Hello. What? Okay. Alright. I'll let you. All right, that's how we get a phone call live on the air. Put a board, board, put a board, board, put a board, board, put a board, board. I don't even know why that was funny. Uh, <laughs> I, what do we want to start, man? Uh, let me start with the shilling. Hey, everybody, if you're listening to this, uh, that means you are listening to the Governor Podcast. It comes out every Tuesday. Uh, me and Shogun give you the checks and balances of social commentary. Then every Wednesday, we have the social introvert with Sid Davis. Yep, yep, yep. Giving you pop culture and music infused with each other. And then on Friday, we have Rain Coleman, Carefree Black Nerd, oh, which is giving you the insecure show. The best insecure show on the internet, my man. <sighs> insecure. They lied to us too. By yeah, the way. they hit us with it with a doozy of that one. But I was glad that they lied. I was like, all right, my nigga, that was cool. I was glad that they lied. That was cool. But um, make sure you guys go to bykradio.net. Check out the blogs. Check out the artist spotlight. Check out the podcast. Check out the radio station on the homepage. We have everything you need. Shogun. Core, core for the four, four, for the four, four, for the four, four. Shogun. Hitting out and singing out with Mike Warbord. I don't even want to ask. I just want you to go. I drop my Cheetos I, on the floorboard. I'm just gonna. I'm Did just I go gonna, full force? I'm just gonna go overboard. I'm gonna let you go because I think <laughs> you're weak. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> All right, so let's start with number one. My air conditioning unit has crapped out on me. I live in. I forgot that I have my Facebook open. It's okay. And I'm getting notifications. Who is this from? People like you. Uh, yeah, sure. I see money, y'all. I like you. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I believe you. It's like, <laughs> it is what it is. It ain't shit. Some of these niggas, just leave me alone. <laughs> All right. Back to my fucking week. My air conditioning unit has died on me. I live in an apartment complex, and you know, that's usually a cool thing. It's like, ha, double entendre. That's usually pretty cool. <laughs> That, you know, when you live in an apartment, you don't have to worry about shit. You ain't got to take care of none. It's not your responsibility. It's all on the, the management. Like black fathers. Right. Wait. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you not just sum up black fathers? Uh, no. Or some I, black fathers. No, yeah. most All black fathers take care of their kids. I got you. It's just scorn women who stop them from being able to do so. Oh. <laughs> Especially if they fathers, not that's which hot, one is that's the, a hot take. Right which there. one is the, the? I remember in high school, kids would, or students would be like, uh, "I have a dad. I don't have a father." You know what I mean? Like mm. the father's the one who actually is there, staying with you, right? Your dad I, is. I just think a, that I just I think you know how they can say, "Oh, I had a sperm donor." Like the nigga who ain't want nothing to do with you. I don't know. Like if you're a father, man, you're gonna be there for your kids, right? If you, I mean, father, I don't know, I'm not gonna get into four cord with a four board. I'm not gonna get into that shit. Full speed shit, over the four board. That type of shit pisses me off. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, my air conditioning unit has died. So if you guys hear a roaring noise in the background, I'm gonna do my best to cut it out. But I have a portable. Out, out. Hey man, I'll do it. I'll, I'll edit the show. All right, cool. I have a air conditioner like window unit almost sitting on my, 
apartment floor. I thought that was a printer. Yeah, you did say, why you got a printer running? <laughs> I was like, I explained to I you. I thought later. you had a 3D printer. <laughs> Making guns and shit. Yeah, I might need to. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody mistaken my little apartment. Pump, <laughs> Come pump. in and shoot my ass. Shit. Anyway, uh, so... Yeah, my uh, my my AC is out, so I spent three days in my apartment with no AC. Had I got look, you know, everybody, all black people have a fan, you know, whether it's hot or not. Mm-hmm. You got that little fan that you can plug in, and that shit got me through a couple of nights. But I was like, bro, it's ninety degrees. Y'all got to do something. I put in the, the work order request. They came out. They looked at it and they said, yo, your AC unit is crapped out. We got to order a new one. So I'm waiting on them to get me something in here. But in the time being, they got me that portable unit um still hard up on the slavery tip but uh that nigga said i'm still hard up on the slavery (laughs) tip god (laughs) is what it is (laughs) work six days a week man you know just stay in the grind so one day at work i had a a repair job for this guy Mm. he's a small business owner he's from uh middle eastern guy and he looks at me Sums me up and started talking about just random shit. Did he call you his brother? No, he didn't call me brother. <clears throat> Sometimes they do that Well, to, to relate. So we got into a pretty decent conversation, and I probably dubbed this in there a little bit better than now, but this is Cole's first time hearing it. This conversation was going all over the place, and I said, let's get some information for the show. Let's do this. It was a good conversation. It's probably way too much to be playing on the show but we got into a conversation about him being a small business owner right and he employs a lot of black people and so he's like don't talk to me about slavery when you guys are not doing anything about it and i said huh he said nobody is oppressing you today it happened so long ago that none of the people are alive today affecting you now why are you guys still complaining about it? And I said, well, sir, you of all people, he's from Lebanon, mm-hmm. should know how people treat you depending on you know what you look like. Right. And he was like, no, it is all about how you treat others. And I said, well, that's cool. But when you are perceived as being a negative thing or you've always been a violent person, there's nothing you can do. You know, the the world around us has to change first before we can change. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I hire nothing but black people and they always say that I'm being racist, but they don't know me because I I help them out as much as I can. But as soon as they don't want to do something, they always throw the race, race car, race this, race that. And I'm like, well, I, I feel you on that, but that's not everybody. You know, mm-hmm. most situations is we're perceived before we even walk through the door yeah like right now the reason you're talking to me about black issues is because you know that i'm a black man i have nothing to do with any of the situations that you have but Mm -hmm. you're talking to me as if i should understand it and he was like well back in my country black people they're the same it's everybody the same it's none of this it's about the class system it's not about white or black or none of that is but as we kept talking he could not understand why black people are so focused on the race issue. And I'm like, clearly is what, what, what you're exuberating right now. Right. <laughs> it's a race issue with him. Yeah. Like, do you think people, 
<clears throat> when people look at like I don't know if he understands that like people look at him differently too because he's well he feels he's different because he's a small business owner. No, he's he's not different because of, he's different because <laughs> because of of 911 yeah. and those types of things. Well, he's from Lebanon. And right? his accent is heavy. Yeah. And he doesn't look the same as regular people what do. What is a regular person? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you get what I'm saying? Yeah, though? I know what you're saying. Like, black people are guilty of that, too, because we do the same thing with people, too. Everybody characterized. Yep. That's what I think that's part of my my issue with being able to, to talk about certain things. It's like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. That's my issue about the gay subject is... Everybody characterizes each other. We all calls out our differences. But let me but say this. But it's not in a negative way. Let me say this though. If y'all are crazy if you think gay people don't talk about straight people. Though. Yeah. Like let's 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 be like real transparent right now. Like people talk everybody, about people. Every, everybody talks And about. if you sit up there and seriously think gay people don't say have ill things to say about people, then you are clearly mistaken clearly mistaken i just they they ain't no saint amongst us you know what i mean right every even the preachers are sinning right you know what i'm saying they touch right. little boys and right. shit getting covered right. up right so it's just like i call a spade a spade but it's just kind of eye-opening having this dude who i know he fought in the civil war in his country came over to this country start up his own business been here 30 plus years and can't seem to understand that People in well, society treats people different depending on who they are. So did he explain why he only hired black people? Oh no, it's just in his in his bakery he had black people because that's the only ones who was working there. It's, oh, it's in Homewood. Oh wow, you know nobody else was willing to do oh, the work. Yeah, you know couldn't hire any of those good white and, folks. And huh? then his machine shop he has like uh, basically he's going out of business right now, and uh, he's just looking for somebody to blame. Mm. He he loves Donald Trump because. When Trump came in the office, he got a huge tax break. Of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we all love tax breaks, don't we? I'm telling oh, you. Oh, wait. Tax breaks will make Man, you look the other I way. Got, I don't think I got Shit, one. Shit, I, I, I was sizing up me a MAGA hat when I got that $1,000. <laughs> Let that $1,000 come back again. You'll see me with a MAGA snapback. <laughs> <laughs> you can, no, you're going to have a, a 5150. Hey, MAGA <laughs> <laughs> For me only, motherfucker. <laughs> Make my bank account great again. <laughs> All right. So after that happened, I was supposed to go to Six Flags with you and the con. Um, but I had to work Saturday. Put a whip so, on your back. Whoosh. Oh, my yeah. bad. We actually have a whip sound. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my back. <laughs> Climb that pole, nigga. <laughs> so ah! the cool thing is that I work within a union mm. we have union rights yeah that means we are contractually obligated to fulfill certain duties they huh yes i'm getting there so <laughs> we have a a limit to how much we can work and then after that limit it's all voluntary ah. i forgot the fuck out of that ah. so saturday morning i take my ass to work I've, I've told my manager about, you know, only having one contractual day off, but I go to work Saturday. 55 hours is our cutoff point. Where Once you, you hit at? that limit, you can go home. Where were you? Nine o'clock, I was going home. <laughs> what, <laughs> Yo, time you, what time I was, did you go in? 
<laughs> eight o'clock. Oh, nigga, yeah, like one hour. Yeah, I was like, uh, I don't even have to be here. Yeah. So I was like, damn, I knew y'all probably left already. We didn't leave till eight thirty. Well, yeah, y'all was gone. Nine o'clock. Oh yeah, little pump, little pump. <laughs> I was like, uh, I ain't even gonna hit. You would have waited on you. Ah, I figured, but I was like, ah. So I had Plan B. I had Wait, one. you got somebody pregnant? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> you gotta have sex to do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my ex and I, we've been cordial with each other, and she wanted to <laughs> hi, yeah, shake hand. Uh, that's how me and my ex are. Uh, yeah, cool I mean we cool, we we friends, but you know that's it. It's like <laughs> we cordial <laughs> now, so yeah. <laughs> If you guys just heard a clap, that's because he cut something out that I wasn't supposed to say. Anyway. <laughs> so we cool now, right? And she was like, yo, I'm I'm off today. What you want to do? You want to do something? And I was like, shit, it's only a four-hour drive. Let's go to the beach. Ooh, I paradise went to the motherfucking nice. beach. You know how long I've been wanting to go to the beach? For a while, because you've been talking about it. A long-ass time. Because you actually went, tried to go one time, and you turned back around right. and went to sleep. But I finally, <laughs> I finally went. We went to uh, Panama City Beach. Got there. It was it was terrible. I ain't gonna lie. Wow. It was uh, a yeah. We got to the water, the motherfucking beach. Wait now, I seen you Instagram on, living on, your best life on, now. Hold on, got to the water, the motherfucking beach water was looking all brown and dirty and Ugh. nasty, and it was a whole bunch of dead fish washed up on the shore. So we walked down there, and I see this black couple, and I noticed they ain't in the water. I look at the water, I see number white people. I look at that brother man, I said, hey man. Y'all know why all these dead fish on the beach? He said, nah. I said, that's why y'all sitting on the beach right now. He said, yup. Nobody's yeah. <laughs> so, stupid. It's dead fish yes, here. Somebody is stupid. There's plenty of other people out there in the water. They don't look like you and I, oh. but there's plenty of other people out there in that water. The Caucasians? <laughs> there's plenty of <laughs> other people out there in that water. So clearly, whatever was killing those fish it's didn't kill those people. The cockazoids. So there was hundreds of fish, just dead fish on the beach. Me and my conspiratory mind, I'm like, this is some Fukushima type shit. <laughs> like the nuclear radiation. I know what Fukushima okay. is. I, I didn't know that you dumb. looked at me like, uh. I'm in 11th grade. You looked at me like, damn, he pronounced Fukushima? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the nigga can say Fukushima can't read the damn article <laughs> last week. <laughs> right, go, nigga. <laughs> the nigga can't count the team when he hit the damn lotto. My name's Shogun, right? <laughs> All right. So, so, um, now we looked at that water, we looked at each other, it was like, you know what? Nah, this ain't it. Hell no. So, That's like a scary movie. Said, well, what else is around here? We found another beach called Destin. First time going to Destin. It's like an upscale area of Florida. Like you see Teslas and Maseratis everywhere. Man, Went to that beach. Looking to get racist <laughs> racism put upon you. Maybe so. <laughs> I'm a big black guy. Ain't nobody say nothing to me. What are they doing here? Exactly. Nothing. Oh my god. Went to Destin. Fucking water was blue, clear. Hardly anybody on the beach. No dead fish on the beach. I would have been suspect it wasn't hardly anybody on the beach, though. Cause... Oh, it was some people there, you know, but it wasn't as crowded as Panama. Uh, like, it doesn't seem like a lot of people go to Destin, but most people go to Panama. Right. So, fuck it. We said, this is it. Got in the water, spent all fucking day, had a good ass time, just kicked it for a minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, drove back, <laughs> drove back late last night this morning. And so. I think I'm gonna make that like a monthly type trip while I still, you know. You tend to enjoy the beach a whole lot. I do, man. It's fun. Like it's relaxing. 
was getting the water. She's I like, I actually hours. go out there and swim, you know. Mm. And, and I seen a big ass sea turtle, all kinds of shit, mm. like fish. I had to go to the beach with you one day. Yeah, man, come on. It's only a four hour drive. It ain't that bad. It's fun. Get out there, plenty of, plenty of ladies, plenty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That was the cool thing about going now with my ex is because I can ass watch and not feel guilty. I'm out there like. Comment, I was like, damn. She said, what? And I was like, oh, that right there. And she's like, yeah, it is nice. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I ain't my nigga. So, we cool. Yeah. I was told, so, I was, um, I'm going to let you get back to it. I was going to side note real quick. I was talking to somebody at work, and they was telling me that. I was saying that I was talking to my ex, and I was, um, my ex was talking to me about somebody that they were trying to date, or whatever the case may be, whatever. And yeah, we be doing she was like, too. she was like, you talk to your ex like that? And I was like, eh, we're cool now. Yeah. I, think, I think I think a lot of shit is like, I think we had to get past a lot of shit, but we're fine. Oh, I definitely did. <laughs> but we're fine. And then she was just like, oh, well, you couldn't date me. I was like, why? She was like, what do you need to talk to your ex for? I was like, well, you know, I can't just spend three years with somebody and not be cool with them anymore. Right? You know what I'm saying? And she was like, shoot, you date me. You going to talk to your mom and your auntie. And I was like, bitch, I ain't gonna date you because you controlling. I was like, so <laughs> you that you that insecure that you don't want a dude that you dating to, to to talk to other people? Like, is that that's not legit? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Why your insecurities are mean that I can't just say, hey, I was like, one, I'm an outgoing person. I don't right. meet strangers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and then two, um, you know, I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, I I just I talk to people. Yeah. Like, that's what I do. I've been doing it for years. And, and she was just kind of like, well, I feel like that's bringing the devil into your relationship. If you talk How is women. talking bringing the devil into it? Temptation, oh, apparently. I mean, well, temptation is real. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah, but I, I feel like if I'm with somebody, I can control myself good enough to not have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not a cheater. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, if you're making a conscious effort not to do it, then it probably won't happen. Hey, ask my ex girlfriend. I literally did a ton of shit to make sure that I was not in situations to be. Make sure you weren't in the same room with a, another female? Well, not, 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 not like that. Like, I was just making conscious decisions. Like, I knew, hey, I can't do this for too long. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a, simple, it wasn't a situation. No, no, hold on. You can't do what for too long? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you could talk to somebody, like a female mm-hmm. or a woman, talk to a woman and, and just not, you know how, how how long to hold a conversation. Oh, I got you. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Before they start catching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not being in somebody's face all the time. Shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's ways and to And then keeping your be, distance after that. Right. It's yeah. ways to be cool with motherfuckers and still not, you know what I'm saying? Like, not. Cross that threshold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, it's a, you know how sometimes it don't be you, it be the other person that be wanting to fuck with you and shit like that. You be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? And All right, come on, let's I don't need like I don't, I don't like drama in my relationships like that. So, so this was something we talked about on the way down there. Like we basically talked about everything. We we cool, so we clear the air. But I said relationships are the hardest thing ever, mm-hmm. and she said no. Relationships should not be hard. I said yeah, they shouldn't be hard, but they are. But they are because it's two people trying to agree on one thing. If you two are not on the same page, you're never going to agree. And she's like, well, it shouldn't be this hard. Why do people make it so hard? I'm like, right now, we're not agreeing on this. This is just the first thing. Compl- Think about it five years, ten years later. You you got all these different 
characteristics being mm-hmm. mixed together and you're just trying to be on the same page, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. You have to learn how to compromise and pick your battles. That's one right. thing that I learned. Like, picking your battles and compromising, but not com- not over-compromising everything. Like, I think my last relationship, you know what I'm saying, and I know Mike's listening to this show from time to time. So, what up? Um, but... Hey, I compromise a lot. We we are all human, and that's I told her that too. I was like, my issue was that I give more than I receive because I don't I don't never need anything. I got everything, and I'm pretty resourceful, so I can handle it myself. Mm-hmm. And so I I don't really need somebody there for like emotional support or monetary gains or anything like that. Like I just need you to be a soundboard so I can bounce ideas and mm-hmm. shit off of you. But no, she was I, like, I'm sorry to cut no, you no, off. go ahead. She no, was no, like, no, well. It's like I lost my train thought, but damn, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. It just real. seems like you know I invalidated her by being who I am, mm-hmm. and so I guess it, it, we we just wasn't a good mix. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of times, like on my ex girlfriend, um, I had a lot of strong opinions because I had been I had been out. You? Like me, <laughs> fuck you, man. Um, I had been out my own way longer than she had, and yeah. a lot of times I used to say things, and she used to think I was being mean until she out of home. She's out of oh my god, she's out of her own now, and she kind of be like, "Nigga, I now I understand where you, where you was coming Bruh. from." I was like, "Thank you," but it's the situation where you know what I'm saying. Like I do, my problem is I need emotional support. I just don't know how to ask for it. You know what I'm saying? There's times I'm just like, nigga, I just need somebody to just damn, just tell me, hey, you good? I got you. Yeah. Whatever. You yeah, know what I'm I saying? feel you on that. So it's just one of them things, man. Um, but I, I could never, I don't think I could ever be with somebody who, like, like Red, Red is our friend. Mm-hmm. We cool with Red. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, this particular female I've talked to at work was saying. You know what I'm saying? She don't want me to be friends with me. If we were dating. It's not going to happen. I'm like, I'm not. 50% of the population is females. Let me tell you something about <laughs> Wild Red real quick. I'm going to say this real quick. Red, that that nigga helped me move. Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know no every, female that just come out. Everybody was like at work. And yeah. she was just like, I'll help you move. Yeah, I don't know no female that'll do that. I owe that nigga. For real. You I know feel what I'm saying? You. <laughs> like, Red is like cool as fuck. She's 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 the homie. I know it. You know what I'm saying? Like she just I I could never drop our friendship. You know what I'm saying? Like like me and her and on point. Probably one of the better better things that's happened in my life because they both of them like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're both like really awesome people. I was you know gonna what I'm saying? I was gonna bring this to your attention a while back, <laughs> but this is a perfect time to drop it in, not to cut you off. But uh-huh. look at look at the events. Of our friendship, <laughs> talk about like, me and you. Yeah, well, just period of our whole network of friends. <laughs> if we never got hired at GameStop, none of this shit would be going on. <laughs> if I never took a chance by moving from Montgomery up here to Birmingham, I wouldn't know you. Right. There would be no government name. Right. There would be no BYNK. Right. You probably know Cliff. I'm sorry, Rockman. Um, you of course know Leroy. There would be no chance meeting of me <laughs> installing some stuff for on point, then becoming cool, and then that branching out to you meeting on point and then red. I mean, it's just like how how odd is that, that mm-hmm. a chance occasion will blossom into like friendship. 
Right. This shit's crazy. Right. right. I don't, right, I don't right, know. Right. Right. It is. Is is crazy. If I had man. to say one no in one of these situations, none of this other shit would ever. A happen. lot of shit would have been. <laughs> it would have been a different timeline. Yeah. For real. <laughs> Alternative timeline. <laughs> now, this... now I want to go back <laughs> and see one. <laughs> now I want to get a DeLorean and let me see like what the fuck going on. I but, probably would have joined the military if I hadn't uh, took that job at uh, GameStop. Right. A lot of shit would have happened, man. But I probably have a charger right now. Uh, you know, niggas <laughs> buy chargers when they join the everybody military. Got, everybody got them goddamn cars, man. Nigga, um, come with the signing bonus. There you go. <laughs> you get a charger, nigga. Get that charger, nigga. Salute. Here's your keys. There you go. Uh, but no, nah, man. Like, I'm not gonna give up a friendship. I, 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 I mean, yeah, she's I'm crazy. Sure, for I'm pretty sure you're that. a pretty good woman. But I'm not gonna give up a friendship with somebody who I've been friends with for so long. For any of my friends, I don't, I don't, I don't, I really don't feel like Shouldn't with have the to fucking choose. audacity you would have to ask me to drop somebody that I'm, I've been cool with for a minute to be with you. That's fucked up. You should, you should look at yourself as a fucked up ass person if you, if you. Before you say all that, what the ass <laughs> look like? Nah, I see nah. Nah, nah, nah. You gotta be kablow for me to be like, all right. <laughs> I cut out my friends. Well, you know what I mean? It's been good. <laughs> you know, I ain't seen no ass like that shit. My ex got a nice ass, but I ain't cutting out my friends over there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. <laughs> they make asses now. <laughs> uh, people keep people get on in, in Instagram showing like they I'm tired of shots. it. I'm like I'm so tired of who it. Who gives a fuck? Dog. You made the you made the conscious decision to say yes. I'm tired of it. I've gone this is this I wasn't going to talk to you about this. <laughs> when I'm scrolling I noticed this the other day. When I'm scrolling through Instagram, if I see an ass picture, I will look at it, but I will not like it. I'm sick and tired of these women getting these fucking likes just because they posting pictures of their ass. And you ain't got nothing else going on in your life. I give them likes all the time. I don't give them shit. These likes are sparing. <laughs> you got to earn my likes. <laughs> Let me see you with a book. <laughs> Nigga, if I see the motherfucker with a read, I'll be like, and then you can, I, the, can I put two hearts? Yeah, and then, yeah exactly. Because she read. And then you see in the background, what is that? Is that your ass? Mm. All right. <laughs> Sexy. But no, there's intelligent this intelligent ass. There's this one chick, and I f- swear to God, she cycles like the same three pictures, and it's always her showing her ass off. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not liking this. I look, but I ain't gonna like it. So I was just wondering how you feel about that. Do you do you give the likes? I have a nasty Instagram, bro. Yeah, stuff like that. I have a oh, sw- bit. Yeah, exactly. I'll swipe right past. I that have shit. a nasty Instagram, man. I this chick right here, all I- she do is work out and show her ass. Swipe. I right have a, I have an Instagram dedicated to porn stars and IG models or IG hoes or whatever you want. I mean, call I ain't gonna unfollow, but I ain't gonna like it either. I follow a bitch named Ghetto Barbie. What the fuck do you think going on in my life? <laughs> 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 See what I'm saying? All right. I mean, point taken. What the fuck is going on in my life? I don't even. I don't have a girlfriend. So easy. Ghetto Barbie. There's a lot of chicks. I follow this name Ghetto Barbie dog. Who mm. ain't even? Who ain't even that? She don't even look that good. She just got fat ass. <laughs> She don't look that good. She got fat ass though. Yeah, I, I mean, 
All right, man. So what have you been listening to this week? Oh, damn. You don't nobody care about my week? Oh, my bad. How's your week been, bro? I thought you was talking about it. Oh, uh, so, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So. Yesterday, I went went on point and and uh, read to Six Flags, Yay! and it was pretty, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a problem with one couple problems. One, my top problem, my number one problem, mm-hmm. they didn't open up the frozen Powerade. No, place. that was the main reason for me going. Oh man! Other than that, we walked around. I felt kind of bad because on point couldn't ride everything, and then he couldn't. Yeah, like too big for the ride. Yeah. Damn. But we just, but he just said he just too, he just too much of a real nigga. Yeah, that's too. That's much, what he was like. He was like, I'm just too much of. He's like, I'm just too much of a real nigga. That's why they shutting it down. And then you know, like Red was just like, I feel bad. I'm like, man, it's alright. Yeah. I was like, we'll just have to figure something else out next time. Damn, man. But, but yeah, on point can ride a lot of stuff because he just, he just, a, he just a real nigga. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> he wrote a couple of things with us, but then we got to a point where it was just like shit. We was get the shit, and then it would just be like this ride's closed. I wanted to be like why? Because I'm black, but I couldn't say that because it was black people telling me that. So I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah, nigga. I can't harm my own people. <laughs> yeah, this ride closed because you black, and I'm right, at work. Right. But I I realized something on the way. So I drove down there, right? Mm-hmm. So. Red put on the playlist and stuff like that. Hey. And I sat up there and I said, you know what? The era of crunk music, I am so glad that it's dead. Because, what? nigga. Wait, was you she playing crunk many, music? Do you know how many fights I wanted to get into? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker was playing Lil John. If you scared. Oh, wait. Put your hood up. Put your. I was like, oh, fuck. Nigga. I thought about all the times I could have died so because this, of crunk music. Wait, is this just the normal ride music for real? She was like, "This is my, this is my regular playlist." <laughs> That's why she's so mad, niggas. Stop listening to Little Judd. <laughs> we sit up and listen to that. We listen to Scrappy. Little Scrappy, them. I knew. We listen to goddamn Duck if you buck. We listen to <laughs> Duck if you buck. I was like, no. I was like, what the fuck? Hey, I said, that era. I said, man, I'm so glad that era's dead, man. Yo. Do you know how many times I I almost died yes. because of that fucking music? Yes. I could have died. <laughs> so, real quick, on our drive down there, we was talking about how <laughs> this new music has influenced kids. And, I was, and she was like, I don't see how these kids are listening to this music. I mean, it's so dangerous. They shouldn't be listening to this suicidal music. I was like... I listened to Ghetto D growing up, <laughs> and I played her the first track of Master V Ghetto D. She was like, "East teaches how to cook crack." <laughs> Nigga, yes, dude, rap is terrible. I'm, up there, I'm like the crunk era. I mean, every song was like, "Put your hood up, nigga. Yeah. Put your hood up." It's like. Oh shit! No, if you buck, why well, no? If you buck, I'm like, oh shit! He's yes. like, we ain't never scared. What? We ain't. I'm like, what? So I'm like, I'm like, you trying to make us go to six flags and fight? <laughs> Y'all was looking for somebody. The funny thing is, here's <laughs> the funny thing. On point with sleep at the time. What? So he woke up. Y'all trying to fight? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what song was on. But he woke up and was like, Y'all trying to fight somebody, niggas, and started singing along. And I'm like, I'm like, when you listen to those songs, like listening to them now, one, <laughs> the beats are super aggressive. Mm-hmm. Two, the lyrics, 
they just repeat what you need to do. Put your hood up. Put your hood up. Put your hood. And then you hear that random bitch. Yeah. And then it's like, now shake that head off. Shake that head off. Shake that head off. Shake the- you scared, motherfucker. You, you scared. scared. You scared, motherfucker. Then you- Why am I not surprised this is her normal music? <laughs> so I'm like, I go through the, look, when I'm listening to that shit, I'm like, nigga, do you know the fucking, the, the, the de-evolution they have? Like, you know, nigga be like in the club, be like, yeah, nigga, yeah. then the shirt come off. Then the nigga, yeah. then the nigga being in yeah, his A shirt. System. Yeah. Then that nigga, then that nigga, he bumping niggas. Then you got the other homeboy that's just like, man, that nigga over there looking that at you. That nigga funny, over dog. there looking. He looking real crazy. You know he got some dusty braids and shit. He looking real good. And he stepped on them Nikes. Oh, nigga. Bruh. Oh, shit. Don't let him do that. Bum, bum, ba, dum, bum, ba, dum, bum, ba, dum. I was telling him this bum, story. Bum, dum, bum, ba, dum, hey, Doug, Doug can attest to this. We had went to a party at a TSU. It was a T- uh, TSU had a party. And it was a pajama party. So we in there. We like, oh man, all these, oh man, oh she's so fine. Look at all these fine, cause TSU is a black college. Mm. We was like, oh she fine too. We up in there, we got our PJs on. We like, oh yeah. nigga, we finna, oh we finna, oh nigga. And then everything was cool. The DJ was cool. DJ playing some 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 straight shit. Everything was fine. Right. Motherfucker was talking. I'm looking at this motherfucker fat ass. I'm like, man, I'm finna take her back to the room. Yes sir. I'm gonna holler at this bitch. Yeah. Right. Then the DJ puts on. Tell the club up, niggas. Tell the club up, <laughs> and niggas told the club and up. And I kid you not, five seconds into the song, somebody, it was niggas in the corner. Somebody threw a chair. Fighting. Yes. <laughs> somebody threw a chair, nigga. I mean, they was fighting yeah. hard. Like, oh shit! I was. Uh, All man. it takes this is this is a lethal combination. <laughs> you got music, women, alcohol. And drugs all mixed in one How area. You get to fight in your pajamas, nigga. Nigga, why you not? In a, you in a pajama party. You plaid set or silk set, nigga. It was silk <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> so, we got to throw them hoods up, nigga. I'm sitting up here mad. I was finna talk to this one girl. She looked so good. and we had She to, was over there throwing hands, too. <laughs> she was stomping niggas out. We had to run out. <laughs> table had. This dude got thrown on the table. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know how Mega Man transforms <laughs> and gets all his equipment? Timberland boots just transform around. No, it was in Tennessee. This oh, was, it's in Tennessee. Yeah, so, oh, you know, I don't know what, it, what they were wearing out there. It was Air Force One. But <laughs> whoever it was, he got his ass whooped. Damn. I was like, why does it take one song? Like Smoke Perp. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just, listen to that, man. Mm. That just that just made me feel like I'm glad that air is done. Cause you throw that, you throw them, you throw one song on, and I kid you not, nigga, somebody getting fight. fucked up, somebody fight, somebody getting fucked up. <laughs> so, but that shit is needed at times. You need some music to get aggressive. No, yes, you do. You need aggressive music at times, and this is gonna bring us into what you've been listening. What you to. been listening? And to? I've been listening to a letdown from Ooh. Eminem. Oh yeah, Eminem came up with songs like "Kill You." Yep. Um, America, fuck with criminal. You. I'm a criminal. How how did how, kill how, shot? How did we get to this kill shot? Why? Okay, first of all, why is it called kill shot when nobody was hurt? There was no bullets loaded. I think he into pinched him with, on that. He pinched, he pinched him. him? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, that's all. It was could. a light he, jab. He, no, no, he no no no. It was a light jab. <laughs> no fists were made in oh, that song. Yeah. Pinches. 
and possibly it was like slapping like in the 18th <laughs> like century slapping hands or 17th century when they take a glove off and they slap somebody with it mm. like a little duel no that's too hard for this that's song too old. Mm. like he said no Virginia <laughs> Kelly no and then he pinched the him, cool like, part was the stand at the beginning stand whoa hey yo your dad it was like he sunned him on that right and then from there it was just like what are you doing here? I, I actually thought the song started out horrible but ended pretty good like the jabs he was getting at the end of the song was actually better but your biggest records or my my biggest flops is your biggest records all right cool. uh, no he said i don't even remember what else he said he said some other shit i i, I wasn't i was not i wasn't impressed. impressed at all are you i was actually i was actually saddened yeah i was a little sad by it. i was like it's kind of like it's kind of like i know you got this fire in you well he's focusing on rhyming and not saying nothing even though he is saying a lot, it's just nothing effective. Like in a, in a culture of today, when he's playing around, and I understand he's not giving him all the energy, he's not giving him everything he could. He's playing around right now, but this shit's gonna backfire. If MJ M- MGK comes back with another verse, he said that shit was trash, and he's gonna drop his uh, EP called Binge. Is that a diss to Eminem or what? He said the kill shot. Was this trash. track was trash. Which I'm is. dropping my EP called Binge. So I oh, he's, so he's just using it for pro- promotion. Maybe. Eh. I don't know, man. Like, this had the... At first, I was like, man, this could actually be a pretty good beef. Why I, is, should it even be pretty good? It's Eminem and MGK. Like, them niggas is on completely different tiers. I know, but... I mean, you said it yourself. Somebody finally stepped up to the bully. And punched him back, and, and that's bleeding. why that's why that's why it was supposed to be a better beef than this. Not to say the beef over with. Yeah, I think Eminem is gonna see all the critics and the fans and be like, oh, I guess I can come back a little bit harder. But nigga, no, you miss your shit. You miss your chance. You only get one shot. No, all right. I don't want to say that. Like, I, I maybe the Eminem got cachet with me. So even if you he remember that Bizzino this, no. Right. Why? Benzino doesn't even like first of all, let me say this. That Benzino disc was I don't even know why he 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 answered Benzino. Hmm. Benzino wasn't nothing big in a rap game like that. Just listen, you, I mean, I'm asking you, let me ask you listen to the lyrics and see how it applies to Eminem today. He's a motherfucker, man. So don't shut up, will you? Talking about I owe you. Bitch, you owe me. I'm promoting you right now. Yo, let's put the nail in this coffin. I don't wanna be like this. I don't really wanna hurt no feelings. But I'm only being real when I say nobody wants to hear their grandfather rap. Nope. And old men have heart attacks. And I don't wanna be responsible for that. So put the mic down and walk away. You can still have a little bit of dignity. I would never claim to be no Ravenzino in 80. Three-year-old fake Pacino. So how can he hold me over some balcony without throwing his lower back out as soon as he goes to lift It's the same me. shit that MJ, MGK was saying. Why you want to say MJG so bad? Maybe that's what I should be listening to yeah, instead of all this white rap. It. Yeah, you should be listening to um, um, Put the mic down and just walk away. No, nah, still don't have do a that. little bit of dignity. Don't, don't do that. Kamikaze was so. too good. Kamikaze is great. So you can't say I've, that. I've whittled it down to maybe four songs now that I'm really enjoying out of 13. I still enjoy the whole thing. 
Except for the slow songs. The two slow songs. Bad guy, um, good guy, I skip those now. Stepping Stone, I skip that now. Um, There's a lot of skippables. I think... Jonah Lucas and Royce, those are the two main. And what's the first song? Oh, uh, shit. Shiny. You don't like the Venom? You don't like the Venom song? Venom is cool. Venom! <laughs> like, come on, boy. What are you doing? It's so nasally. I don't think we're used to this. Uh, the Ringer. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Ringer's ringer. good. Uh, fuck with that. Uh, but my main thing was the reactions that I saw all <laughs> Friday when the song came out. I was like, oh, everybody, everybody on the internet was like, oh, Eminem killed him. He ended Machine Gun Kelly's career. I'm like, mm, no. What song did y'all hear? That wasn't it wasn't even high energy like that man. yeah it was like, I, and i get it he was just like i'm not gonna put a whole bunch of effort into this i'm just gonna joke around but that's the problem that is definitely the problem you do if if i know you I can can't call it a kill ass, shot and if, not fire if i know i can <laughs> and misfire if i know i can beat this dude ass in, in 30 seconds i'm finna kill him in 30 seconds i'm not even gonna play around the with the motherfucker. War. Anyway, I played it last week. Eminem said all the shit Eminem has said this whole time, his whole career is backfiring on him right now. So he's got to do something, or just the fuck was that? I have no and idea. I was Eminem outside, <laughs> he rolled up, <laughs> put the mic down, and, and just walk away. <laughs> yeah, well, I still got a little bit of my dignity. <laughs> anyway, pull up, nigga. All right. So what else you been listening to? Oh, I thought you were gonna go through yours. Uh well okay I listened to Russ his new album uh, I don't have my phone right now so I can't get you the name give me two Russ, seconds Russ Russ uh, I've hey. only heard one song from Russ that's like the little popular song I haven't really listened the flute to song it. yeah it's it's cool yeah hey, but um I haven't really checked out Russ's stuff I like Russ man he cool and he's talking his shit on this album Russ's new album is called Zoo. <laughs> That's so fitting. Uh, <laughs> Russ, he talking his shit, man. I, I fucking like it. It's pretty decent. Um, he basically like, y'all niggas slept on me. Y'all niggas need to respect me. Step to me. I'm going to fuck you up. Like I did you, smoke perp. <laughs> and uh, it's good music. I ain't mad at it. I Would I recommend it? Yeah, I'll definitely recommend it. So y'all check out, check out Russ's new album, Zoo. 14 songs. Pretty decent. Good deal. What about you, man? So, I told y'all I was going to bring out my segment. Mm-mm. And with like the first couple of weeks of September, we weren't able to because so many different things happened. But it is time to take that time machine, people. It is time to dig in the crates. Digging in the crates like With Cole Jackson. So, I brought my CDs. Digging in the crates like this. Hey, <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. so for the first, and I actually brought my CDs. Hey, I will post these on Instagram. Uh, you'll see them on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. First CD that I got. What the hell is that? Oh, dirty bastard, nigga, please, dirty. I love the cover to this. Yeah, uh, this was a dope ass. This is a dope ass. What the rest of the case? <laughs> <laughs> now look, I ain't keeping the cases. It was in my book. I got you, man. So. Nigga Please was by Old Dirty Bastard. And, oh, man. You remember these? Look at that. Look at that photo. Oh, yeah, Look at man. This shit, man. Damn, that was a good one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dirty. Old school. Got the fold out. Dirty. Now, here's the thing about this uh, CD. 
This was mostly produced by the Neptunes. Oh, snap. I did not know that. <laughs> wow. You can tell. You can see from the credits that's on there. Ah, yeah. But this is mostly produced by the Neptunes. Uh, the Neptunes had a lot of songs produced on here. Irv Gotti did a lot of production on this. So this is like Old Dirty Bastard's second album. This song, I mean, this CD has 13 tracks on here. Now, mm. the majority of them are produced by the Neptunes and by Irv Gotti, which is crazy because uh, Old Dirty, but when you think about Old I, Dirty Bastard. Them two. Yeah. So this was like an actual cause his first his first C D or his first album um was basically like a Wu Tang inspired album. This yeah. is this nigga this nigga old dirty bastard <laughs> does a <laughs> a remake of Rick James Cold Blooded. <laughs> oh yes. He's I got, do remember that. The featured single on him was Get Your Money with Khalees. He had a song on him uh, <laughs> I mean Old Dirty Bastard I don't even know how to explain because he wasn't really like a rapper per se. Like he did a lot he of was a personality. He just did a lot of singing on this shit. Like he did sing rap on here, but it and it wasn't good. Nah. But that's what made him cool. He was unique, man. Right. Right. A unique voice in a in a an arena of tons of serious rappers. I mean the color. He at the was cover. just having fun. He looked like Rick James Rick on the cover James, of the damn yeah. which I will post ah, this. Oh. That might be the cover right now. <laughs> oh no. I have what the cover should okay. be. All right. I'll show that to you later. Um, but yeah, man, thirteen tracks, man. Old Dirty Bastard. Take a take a chance with uh nigga please. It was he actually had and uh, now this came out in nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um and like I said, this came out when he died, which sucks. Um Do you remember this C D? Did you ever have oh, Nigga yeah. Please? I didn't have the C D, but I remember the song. Like this I didn't I didn't have money back then, so I couldn't buy CDs right. like that. Especially a CD that says nigga please. You think I'm gonna walk that in my parents' house? <laughs> <laughs> nigga please. So uh no, I, I do remember it though. So uh this is this like I said, this is a this is a this is a dope ass I I, I really like this. So um for my second one, a lot of people might not know this rapper, but uh, you might know the label. Tila, peace of mind. I am not exactly. No limit. Not Suave House. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, okay, okay. Eight Ball okay. MJG. Yeah. Now, Tila had an album called Peace of Mind. The CD is uh, oh man, they have fifteen tracks on here. If you check on the back, here goes the the, the tracks on the back, and then you open up the cover. Very basic. Very basic. Yeah. Goes through. Credits are here. Credits on the back. But he had a quote on here. What was the quote? The quote says, "In the midst of the smoke, there will be only there will only be two standing. They call us Nola." Say it again. I have no idea what that means. In the midst of the smoke, there will only be there will only be two standing. They call, they call us, us Nola. They call us Nola. Nola is uh New Orleans. He from New Orleans. <laughs> Hey man, I don't know. <laughs> so, this uh, was Tila's first. Now, Tila had Show Enough. Show Enough? Uh, this was on here, Tired of Balling. Tired of Balling. Now, this came out in 96. Uh, this had another thing you might not know. Fully produced, well, not fully, but majority produced by Jazzy Faye. Really? Yep. Huh. Jazzy Faye. Can you hear it? Yeah. You can tell? Yeah. But yeah, fifteen songs. Now, 
Tila wasn't a gangster ass. He wasn't a gangster rapper. Mm. His shit was more like mellow. He would say some gangster shit in this motherfucker. But it was just one of them things, man, where uh, he was more like a, a sit back and chill. You could listen to the, I listened to this whole thing, man. It's just a riding ass CD, man. I did not know. Uh, he had a, uh, had a song called Success, uh, Let It Rain. Show Enough is on there. Show Enough had 8 Ball and MJG on there. Uh, he actually had uh, a song called Suave House, like six minutes long. It had like Jazzy Faye had uh, this dude named Thorough from South Circle. Hmm. Feds was on here. Um, but Jazzy Faye's all over this this CD, man. It was a really good CD. A lot of motherfuckers, you had to be a part of the underground and kind of know what was going on with right. with Tila. Tila was dope though, man. But I love the CD. CD's got all the track on tracks on here, plus a pretty terrible from, picture of yeah, him it's from a bygone era. <laughs> and then this is this is I've I you couldn't make a worse cover to this. But he's sitting in a chair in the desert. I will post this on the Instagram. But um, these are two. CDs, kids, that you might want to check out. Old Uncle Cole got a bunch of them with their covers on here. Yeah, I'm like, what's that Uncle Cole? I wonder, if, I wonder if Tila is on uh, Google Play or iTunes. Exactly. He probably is. I'm, I'm going to check that Google Play. Is it T-E-L-A. L-A. And this is his debut. His debut. Peace of mind. There you go. Peace of mind. This look like a new album right here. 2002. He 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 he's made music. He still makes music. 2010. He made he still he still made music. But <laughs> he got the Photoshop expert on that one. There you go. Like, hey man, need y'all make it look like I'm still successful. So I check him out. Kids, old Uncle Cole is gonna post. Make sure you check out our our Instagram at Government Name Podcast and check out my Instagram. I won't post them on both. I just want you guys to see a bygone era of, um, but I, I like the fold. That's the thing. The reason why I, I wanted to do digging in the crates because I, I got all of this stuff in my CD book and I went back and I just started looking at like the fold outs and shit, man. Yeah. Like kids, they don't have these things. Like, nah, man. Cool, music is not tangible. There's cool fold outs and you can actually see the credits because I used to read music the credits. Music don't matter. You now it's, the credits. it's five minutes. You download, listen to it, call it trash and move on to the next. That's it. I see money all around me. Are you ready to get into the, the, the... Shogun, what is the rundown? Rundown is news clips and bites brought to you by Shogun and Cole Jackson, where we chew it up, spit it out, and try to tell y'all what the fuck is going on. Hey, real quick, game gets on my nerves now. Game? The game. Like the rapper? Yes. Why? Because, man, that nigga... Huge man, and I'm like, nigga, what the music at? You know, he's putting out his last CD. You really want, I mean, music. putting his last album. You really want music from Game in 2000? Yeah, he said he's gonna retire with this one. And then nigga said that shit in 2006. Did he? Seven, did eight. He? Yes, no, he did. Yes, he did. No, he did. Google it in Game Retire. I bet you find all six of them articles. <laughs> all six of the times he did. 50 ain't gangster. That's a beef nigga right there. No. That's a nigga. That's the nigga MGK need to beef with. Really? I like game when he beef. All right, let's folks. let's get into this shit. You were talking about Crooked Eye earlier right. before we started recording. What what were you saying? Because I told you save it for the show. Oh, Crooked Eye had put out on. Uh, he was on Instagram Live and he was talking about like, yo, Joe Budden, you 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 know, he was speaking in hypotheticals because he said he was really he said he was really trying to get get Slaughterhouse back together again. Crooked. He was like, yeah. 
And then, you know, he was like, man, Joe ain't going to come out of retirement and nothing like that. But he was like, I heard it was speculation that you was going to try to, like, diss me. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I was, like I was a warm. He, he said you. he said that, like, he was he, that Crooked would be a warm-up for him. He said, like, nigga, I ain't no warm-up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you say you know what it is. But that's just hypothetical. You know, he was, he right, was so on So what happened like, was, in that situation, because I listened to Crook's Corner, and I also listened to Joe's podcast. I ain't so, listened to the new Joe Button podcast. So Joe's now coming out on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So on the Saturday show, Joe basically said that Crook is thirsty for a battle with Joe Buttons. And it looks that way because anytime Joe Button says anything about Eminem, Crook is right there to respond. Crook is right there, re- re- you know, posting the video, talking about, no, this is what happened from my point of view. And we all know how Joe feels about it because Joe wasn't getting paid, but I got paid from Shady. And clearly Joe is lying about everything. And Joe Button comes back and saying, I ain't lying because Shady just said it in the interview with Sway that <laughs> The, the CDs didn't make no money. So what is Crook talking about? And so it just seems like Crook is trying to bait Joe Button into a battle, which Joe Button would lose that shit flat the fuck out. <laughs> Crooked eye is like Eminem with the syllable shit. It, the shit is nasty. Like it is too, too lyrical, too miracle lyrical. And oh man, I don't, I, that's not a battle. Mm. That shit would be a slaughter. Mm. Like Crooked is the slaughter in Slaughterhouse. I, I believe that. I believe it. Yeah. But the people got Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Buttons back on this. So mm. everybody's fucking rocking with Joe Buttons. Mm. So mm. you want to start out with the rundown? Sure. I'll go first. Right. Uh, author of How to Murder Your Husband, Arrested for Allegedly Killing Her Husband. Oh. <laughs> like, how to Get Away with Murder, Step One. Murder the nigga. <laughs> A romantic suspense novelist who once pinned. An essay entitled How to Murder Your Husband has been charged with killing her husband, Dan Brofrey. Uh Police in Portland, Oregon arrested Nancy Brofrey, who is 68 years old, last Wednesday and charged her with murder and unlawful... 68 years old? That's it. 68. Uh, 68 years old with unlawful use of a weapon. Her husband, a 63-year-old chef, was fatally shot in a kitchen... <laughs> in a kitchen in Oregon at the Oregon Culinary Institute on June the 2nd. On the day of the after the murder, the author of the self-published novels *The Wrong Husband* and *The Wrong Husband* <laughs> and *Girl Most Likely to* took to Facebook to express her disbelief. Uh, she kind of went on a little <laughs> bit of a rant, saying she can't believe that her husband got killed, and I can't believe he's gone, and so on and so forth. Ms. After she wrote a book called *The Wrong Husband*, Nancy Brophy <laughs> has since made true events. made her now famous essay *How to Murder Your Husband* private. It was published. I'm not going to delete it. I'm just going to make it private. It was published on the C. Jane published blog and reportedly included sections on a section on motives and possible weapons. In 2012, Brophy told the romancing, uh, romancing the genre's blog what attracted her to romance, uh, romance and suspense story. Here's what she said: Murder, mayhem, and gore seem to come naturally to me. Which means my husband has learned to sleep with one of the with one eye open. Wow! According to court documents, the court the couple had been married for twenty six years. Shogun. Wow! Did she kill her husband? Because right now it's allegedly. They Who just else are... would want to kill her husband? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Just because she wrote an essay saying how to murder oh, yeah. your husband doesn't necessarily mean she murdered she him. She wrote an essay 
talking about how to kill <laughs> your husband. And you're asking me who killed her husband. Where she has published novels that, that are called The Wrong Husband. And girl, most likely to. I think she did it. I think but this is an open she? and shut case Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a lot that needs to be discussed here. How the she fuck? She shot him, right? I Let's mean... look at the book. <laughs> did the character in the book shoot her husband? I don't know. I haven't read the book. Where was the body well, discovered? Okay. So it's not a book. It, it was, was a, in the it, was a, it was an essay that oh, she wrote. Oh, it was wrote. an essay. She, she wrote this essay and it was put on a blog. See, she and... she she taking, <laughs> she playing the OJ playbook and she took it. <laughs> she got it out of order. She was like, all right, so I she did the murder. She got a imaginary friend? No, no. She did the murder first. And then she said, if I had it, did it. <laughs> but she, re- I'm sorry, she reversed it. She said, all right. This is how I would have done it if I was gonna do it, but I didn't do it because I know it just happened. No, the the maybe this is the essay. Defense. The essay came out first. That's what I'm saying. This is her defense. She was like, "I couldn't have killed my husband because this is how I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have killed my husband, I would have done it just like I wrote it in this essay. I wouldn't have changed anything. I he died me. in the kitchen. In the essay, he died in the bed. He was clearly the wrong husband. <laughs> the fuck out of here. What is this boy? Man, she clearly killed this motherfucker. Hell yeah. Can I see what she looks like? Yes, Do you have a photo? I have over? a photo of her. Let me pull it up real oh, quick. Oh, man. Oh my God, she is. Uh, she's something else. I tell you I, that. Hell she's yeah, a, she's she's a spitfire. She I is say. a creative writer. <laughs> she really visualized her writing. <laughs> yeah, she did take the. I just thought about it. She did take the o, the OJ the OJ challenge. That's what I'm going to call it. Kill your hashtag, spouse and write a book about it. Hashtag OJ challenge. <laughs> Who else has been doing the OJ challenge? They kill your spouse and then write a book. If Kanye West ain't. Careful, he gonna be the Bruh, next victim. I think I think Kim Kardashian is fucking Donald Trump. She that's keeps not, she keeps not, going and having these I mean, visits. That's not. Why does she keep going to have these visits okay, with Donald Trump? We're, okay, we're not being very woke right now. We need I'm to make sure I'm that asleep. we we need to make sure that we, is it past the realm of possibility that Kim Kardashian would have sex with Donald Trump? It exactly. I got money all around me. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me hit this. <laughs> Here is the young lady right here. Yeah, she did that shit. Sixty-eight she years. She, young. she did all of that shit. I don't know, man. She ain't got no motives. In the essay, she put the motives in. I mean, was the motives? Was it still the same motives? You know what? I fought Donald Trump. I Why fought Donald Trump. Why would you do that? Because he is hindering things that could help people process terrible situations. Real quick. Have you ever looked at somebody and like he looked like a victim? Look at her husband. He looked like a victim. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That nigga looked he's like dead. I'm not supposed to be laughing. <laughs> he looked like a victim. He looked and, like and, and he's in the kitchen. So that's probably the kitchen he died in. Right there. <sighs> Damn. He looked like he should be the Papa Jones. <laughs> that Better ingredients. <laughs> Better toppings. Papa, Papa Jones. Mm. All right. So speaking of better ingredients, the white, <laughs> wow. What I was trying to say about evil people like this lady who clearly wrote an essay about her she killing wrote her an husband. Essay about it. She ain't killing. All right. Donald Trump is the problem. He's the issue there. Okay. We all know that marijuana helps more than it hurts, right? I'm gonna start smoking. You ever seen anybody have an overdose of marijuana? No. 
What, is there such thing? What do you think would happen if you had an overdose of marijuana? You would eat a whole lot. So you would gain weight. Yeah. So you'd be more healthy. Okay. The White House quietly launches an initiative to highlight the evils of marijuana. The Trump administration has assembled a secret committee to fight the recent rash of positive press for marijuana, according to the report Wednesday of BuzzFeed News. The White House Marijuana Policy Coordinate Committee appears to have most recently met on July the 27th when they gathered with representatives from the State Department, Health and Human Services, Justice Department, and other and others. At this meeting, 14 federal agencies were instructed to submit data demonstrating the negative aspects of marijuana. <laughs> I'm sorry. The negative aspects of marijuana use because stories highlight highlighting the positive aspects are too common. Mm. Of course. Prevailing, mar- prevailing the marijuana narrative in the United States is partially one-sided and inaccurate, says the summary of July 27th's meeting in the White House. Um, the follow-up memo, which provided guide- guidance for responses for the federal agency, the White House officials told the Department of Officials the department should provide the most significant data demonstrating negative trends, which the statement is describing implications such as trends <laughs> i know this is a lot of bullshit white house speak they should have just said hey give us some negative information on weed we need to push this shit out to the culture agencies <laughs> you got something negative about weed right. we gotta put this out here agencies were asked to describe how drug possession is a threat to their department highlight the consequences of use production trafficking and national health, safety, and security to and to identify the issues created by states' marijuana initiative. That mm-hmm. means states that legalize marijuana. It's a good article. Okay. The last point to be particularly interested to some members of Trump's own party, including Colorado Senator Cory Gardner, who appeared to have convinced Trump earlier this year to leave alone states who legalize marijuana. Cory Gardner, who appeared to have convinced Trump earlier this summer to leave alone states that where marijuana was legalized. The senator became worried about the administration's approach after attorney Jeff Session, uh, attorney general Jeff Session announced a crackdown on legal weed. How do you have a crackdown on legal weed? Garner has not because yet. Com- it just makes sense, right? No, Garner has, <laughs> has not yet committed, commented on the newly uh, reveal committee though a spokesperson released a statement suggesting that trump is being manipulated everybody knows that in a statement to buzzfeed news the white house didn't confirm or deny the committee's existence rather it says we do not discuss the process of crafting policies to promote the president's agenda so cole jackson i ask you again what are some of the negative things you can think of of marijuana these motherfuckers on a witch hunt to kill it <laughs> Right. That's the negative part. Man, let these look. We've clearly we've clearly legalized the shit in several places. How are they still locking people up when it's partly legal? Like, well, just I can't say that. Let it fucking go. You know what's fucked up right now? Opioids. The opioid crisis is crazy. You know, you, you already know this was just a slow pitch <laughs> to get me into the rest of my stories. I'm just saying, what the fuck? This it's, is demonstrating how evil marijuana is. He needs proof that marijuana is an evil, demonic creature coming from the depths of Hades. Mm. 
Wow. Do you understand that anybody the, the devil's who, the devil's weed? Any exactly. <laughs> anybody who smokes weed has to be a terrible person. <laughs> I know plenty of people that smoke weed and they are cool as fuck. Hmm. I just don't get it, man. Like I always feel like they try to do a hey, look over here. What's that? <laughs> like, right. Huh? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is what? Oh, marijuana? You know what I'm saying? While they walking behind, oh, bring these opioids in. We're gonna get it all. I just let let it the fuck go. Mm. Just let it go, man. Mm. Like, clearly, you wanna know why it's a problem? Mm. And now I sound like every other old man in the barbershop. They can't tax it. That's the problem. <laughs> they can't tax the shit. Well, what so about Colorado? They, you can't. They don't tax it. Oh, they don't tax in Colorado? Mm, you can't tax marijuana, bro. You can't tax that. You can't even pay with marijuana with a... Unless they've changed... You can't with pay with marijuana? No, you can't pay for marijuana. <laughs> you can't pay for weed, legal weed with debit cards and shit. Like, you have to pay uh, cash for everything. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, you know what i Wait, why would you want to pay with a debit card no, 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 for no. weed? I'm just saying, like... <laughs> you, you know, know how easily that's tracked? <laughs> Nigga, cash if, only. If you guys... If, who, if somebody's listening that lives in a state with legalized marijuana, please school me on this but from what i was told um endeavor at least uh you couldn't you can't pay for it with a debit card or anything like that you have to pay for it with cash now mm-hmm. it could have changed because that was when it first got legalized and mm-hmm. they because you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but like just let it go i'm thinking about starting back smoking myself i'm just i'm stressed all the fucking time i'm yeah. like you know what i ain't getting no ass <laughs> i damn sure ain't looking at no titties yeah weed for me weed might work for me well, <laughs> Before you get to that point of where you're smoking weed, you might want to hold up because I just told you anybody who smokes weed must be a demon, must be a terrible person. And I know you got a story, but this, was, all right. this was my setup. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, we skipped this story last week because we didn't want to talk about it. Too much bullshit oh, is yeah, going on. Yeah. So we already know, but I'm sure the people listening already know and uh, form their own opinion about it. But mm-hmm. now that you know that you're an evil person when you smoke weed, it clears the air here, right? Does now it? we understand what's going on in this situation. Does it? Unarmed man in his apartment. I know it's chaotic, but if anybody can get a suspect description or location. At first, Dallas police didn't know it was one of their own who had killed an unarmed man in his apartment. I know it's chaotic, but if anybody can get a suspect description or location. Then the details became even more confusing. Sir, we're not going to have a suspect. According to a statement from police, a female officer who had arrived home in full uniform after working a full shift told investigators she tried to open the door to what she thought was her apartment, but the electronic key that all residents use here didn't work. She had turned red right there. Turns out the officer was on the wrong floor at the wrong apartment. She was at the door to Botham Jean's home. When the door opened, the police officer, who is white, saw the 26-year-old standing there. It's unclear what happened next or how long it took before that officer pulled her gun and fired. She then called 911. Bless the Lord of my soul. Jean, an active church member and risk assurance associate at PricewaterhouseCoopers, shot dead. The explanation does not make sense. His mother tonight. If he was a white man in that apartment, would it have been different? Would she have reacted differently? Why is it because he was a black man that she had to act in that way? We want to be and we will be as transparent in this investigation as we can be. 
Dallas police say paramedics drew the officer's blood at the scene, testing it now for alcohol and drugs. The Texas Rangers tonight conducting an independent investigation. I need to look into her eyes and ask her why she did that to my son. She took away my heart. She took away my soul. She took away everything. The police shooting death of a black man inside his own apartment in Dallas grew tense overnight. A Dallas Morning News journalist captured an officer firing what appeared to be a pepper ball gun into the crowd. More than 100 people gathered to demand justice for Botham John. The 26-year-old was shot last week by off-duty police officer Amber Geiger. Omar Villafranca is at the Dallas apartment complex where it all happened. Omar, good morning. Nora, good morning. Geiger is charged with manslaughter after what happened at this apartment complex. But demonstrators say that is not enough. Her case now heads to a grand jury where those charges could be bumped up to murder. Dozens of demonstrators gathered outside Dallas police headquarters Monday evening, demanding justice for Botham Jean. Dallas County District Attorney Faith Johnson. We will make certain that justice is done in this case. According to an arrest warrant, Geiger told investigators that she went to what she thought was her third floor apartment. Instead, she went to John's fourth floor apartment directly above hers. After giving verbal commands that were ignored, she fired her handgun twice, striking both of them once in the torso. It wasn't until Geiger turned on the lights and called 911 that she realized she was at the wrong apartment. Attorneys for Jean's family say two witnesses told them details that contradict Geiger's account. They heard knocking down the hallway, uh, followed by a woman's voice that they believed to be Officer Geiger saying, let me in, let me in. The family's attorneys say one of the witnesses then heard gunshots, followed by a man's voice. What we believe to be uh, the last words of both of them, uh, Jean, which was, oh my God, why did you do that? Allison Jean wants to know what happened to her son. I'm not satisfied that we have all the answers. There is really no reason why a mother should have to wait until the conclusion of an investigation to know what happened to that child. The Texas Rangers are leading this investigation while the Jean family is planning for a very large funeral on Thursday. Gail. All right. Thank you very much, Omar. A lot of questions remaining there. How do you feel about this situation so far? Black man gets gunned down his own apartment by a white officer. Man, uh, yeah, I was trying to stay away from the story. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, we both we looked. At I mean, each other. I, just, like, nah, I just, I just didn't want to fuck with it, man. Like, how do you miss your floor that you go to? I've done that regularly. I've gone to the wrong apartment, put my key in the door, and it didn't unlock. You know what I did? I looked at the number and I realized I was at the wrong apartment and I went to the right one. Was you drunk that day? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was impaired. I was not in the right state of mind. So you think the cop was. How the fuck else would that happen? I, I just. Come I don't know, me. man. Come with me down my. I just. My conspiracy. I lane. know. I, I don't feel like she was, I just felt like she just wanted to kill her. I think she had a fucked up day. Nah, oh man, women are not that vindictive. They don't write books and essays about wanting to kill people <laughs> that they don't know. I think she knew the nigga. 
And there's been rumors about that they used to date. Maybe fuck. I feel like she was probably mad at another dude. Nah, you don't go uh, to another nigga door. How do you know that nigga's behind the door? No, I'm saying, like, I don't know. I just feel like it just don't. The shit don't jive. It don't jive. <laughs> you right. None of this like, shit. This di- shit just don't fucking jive. None of this shit jives. You are right. You are so right. But see, pardon my uncle speak. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I like that. It's not jiving, and it don't jive with me either because there's no clear motive. But sometimes when you got people going all riled up and crazy like that, you need to like sway public p- perception. Hey, what's that over there? Exactly. Sometimes you need to demonize people. Of course. Well, it looks like <laughs> marijuana has been found in Brokham's, what are Botham's, Braham's apartment. So clearly, like I discussed earlier, if you smoke <laughs> marijuana, you gotta be an evil person. I see the connection. <laughs> Westside connect gang, connect gang. So now we know that he is an evil man who deserved to have been you shot and gunned down in his own apartment by this innocent, sweet white officer, a keeper of the peace. Yeah, but is she sweet? No. And innocent? <laughs> no. She is not innocent. I think there is definitely intent of murder in which the conversation, shout out to Conversation Connors, they was talking about mm-hmm. the charges of manslaughter versus uh, murder. Mm-hmm. And they gave her manslaughter right now because they couldn't prove intent. Right. But how the fuck do you <laughs> knock on the door, use RFID key to get in, and you can't get in, but and then when the nigga s- opens the door, you shoot the motherfucker. Didn't they say like the key... Those types of keys don't it do like red and green yeah. to be like, oh, like. But she can't. was in sound state of mind. Right. She was not intoxicated in any way. She clearly knew what she was doing. How in the fuck can you prove to me that she pulled her gun thinking that somebody had broken into her apartment? Right. And she couldn't tell that but your, <laughs> this is the wrong apartment. Yeah, your key until literally. After she shot the nigga. Right, your key. Doesn't let you go in, but she said the jar. Why would okay? Why would you use your key if your uh, door was one a jar? of the stories said the door was open. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so the stories don't match up because the police reports are lies. <laughs> because these motherfuckers <laughs> well, they, is trying that, to cover trying up to a cover, murder. They're trying to cover. Throw this ass. bitch up under the fucking bus. Mm, no, they're not what? gonna do uh, that because the police I'm are sorry. gonna. I, I'm not getting mad at you. But. <laughs> no, the police are gonna look out for their own. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Fuck that. This, this is a you lost. She did this shit after she clocked out. She just happened to still be in the uniform. You ain't no police officer at this time. Fuck. But don't matter. Yeah, it do They're matter. Still, the police is going to look out for their own, even if that means a, a diminished Why did sentence. they even say they found marijuana in this dude's apartment? Because they have to. You just said it All yourself. Right, just making sure. They have to tarnish his character. We can't let this. We don't know shit about this bitch. We don't know shit about him. She? We don't know about John. I think that nigga fucked her, though. You don't just randomly select somebody and shoot him. You had to have. Been, I mean, he there are the, some sickos out there that do that though. He beat the brakes out of that shit right there. Nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? I think she just she was pissed. She worked. I think a long, something. I think I, something. I think something she, happened with some other motherfucker that she was dealing with. She probably bumped into him because they were lived in the same apartment complex, mm-hmm. and she was just like, "I can't say I don't like motherfuckers." Why did eyewitness say she was knocking on the door and asking for her? You know, demanding to be let in. How many eyewitnesses can you believe? Because you can also have eyewitnesses. All says, the eyewitnesses. Man. No, because you can also have an eyewitness that says something different, completely different. Why would the eyewitnesses lie? 
what do not? they what do they have to gain? Why not? Why would they be if like, really, hey, officer? You know, this lady that lives in the same building with me who just murdered this nigga on the same floor was, that I if live it came, on. If it came down to me saving your ass, I'd laugh. So the okay, I'd be like, I'd be like, this, this my nigga right here, officer. I ain't see shit. But you clearly did. You're an eyewitness. <laughs> nope. That's in the name. I did. <laughs> the definition is eyewitness. I <laughs> what did, did you witness? See, I didn't witness shit. <laughs> Why are we talking to you then? Don't know. I'm a drop this marijuana in here real quick <laughs> sprinkle some crack on it johnson yeah why not crack <laughs> is crack not popular anymore why why does it even matter <laughs> weed is legal in certain parts of the united states i just they're trying to they're trying to they're trying to to, to tear this dude's character down man and it fucking sucks because just let the bitch go to jail you can't be a black man in your own apartment Oh, you can't be a black man. We t- we talked about that the other day. We we just it's a full time job if you black <laughs> man. What? Yeah. So that goes one. back to my original story about the the Lithuanian guy who was asking me to get over slavery. When I'm not mad about slavery, I'm mad about my perception from everybody else. Do people really seriously think we still mad about slavery? Like. Do not not see the. That's all just, they do, hear. They're do, like, "Well, my people were in chains." Well, nobody over. says that anymore. You know what people are saying? Hey, the police just gunned down this dude. <laughs> you know what? I'm burning my she, Nikes. This, you know what? Because you won't stand for this guy. Hey, has anybody ever asked the question? Why do you have to stand? Why are you even? Why is it even there in the NFL? But I'm, I'm saying, like, everybody mad about kneeling, but I don't even know why you have to stand. I, I mean, is it like a sign of respect or like? Apparently, kneeling isn't. I don't understand. This shit's stupid, man. <laughs> transgender, <laughs> trans, sit down, man. stand up. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck. Just do what you got to do. Well, speaking of doing what you got to do, yeah. Philadelphia Checkers employee allegedly threw hot grease on customer and drive through <laughs> over a dispute. People are tired of dealing with your shit. I done been working here a double shift, nigga, for your double burger, and I put all that shit in the bag. I don't give a fuck. Get this grease. A Checkers employee has been arrested for allegedly, I have to continue to say that, allegedly throwing hot grease on a customer (laughs) in the drive-thru early Saturday, uh, Saturday morning. The incident incident reportedly happened around 3 a.m. at a Philadelphia location. Now, the fast food employee, who is 28-year-old, Latifa Linder and three women in the drive-thru got into an argument over the order. The women allegedly told the employee <laughs> their order was wrong, mm. but the employee working the drive-thru refused to change it. She was like, mm. I ain't finna do that. Linder grabbed a cup of hot grease, threw it at the women in the car after they refused to leave the drive-thru. Mm. Makes sense. They wouldn't leave. Mm. The women continued to sit in the drive-thru and Linda oh, then really? grabbed Linder then grabbed two pans of hot grease and threw it at the women. After that, the wow. police were called. The driver was taken to the hospital where she was treated for for, treated for first degree burns and the other two women were treated on the scene. Linda is facing <laughs> charges including aggravated assault and reckless endangerment. Hmm. Now, Checkers did not immediately respond to Fox News request for comment, but released a statement. Here's what they said in their statement. Mm-hmm. This incident occurred at a franchise restaurant on Baltimore Avenue. The franchisee is taking this incident very seriously, and the manager involved is no longer with the company. Mm. That behavior was, was completely unacceptable. Was it the manager de- who threw the shit? I don't know. 
completely unacceptable and does not represent the values of the hundreds of checkers employees who work for our philadelphia guests every day the franchisee the franchisee is cooperating fully with the police and their investigation shogun was she wrong hell yeah no you wouldn't leave my goddamn drive through the order's right get the fuck out so based on the actions (laughs) do i even need to finish (laughs) no they would leave based on the actions of the woman picking up a cup of grease to throw it at a customer because the order was wrong and they wouldn't change no they said the the order was wrong the lady was like no your order's right so what in that exchange makes you say well if you won't leave i'm gonna get a cup of hot Hot grease grease and make you leave it worked for al green (laughs) you know what happened after that What happened after he got the grit thrown on him? <laughs> then he get shot by his dad. There was nothing positive about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It worked for Al Green. No, it didn't. It. it didn't work. <laughs> no, so Look, man. So after she throws one cup, she says, "All right, y'all niggas ain't gonna move. <laughs> I got two pans. <laughs> You'll lead in, won't you?" I would. What? What could they have ordered at Checkers that makes the last time you've been? Well, here it's rallies. (laughs) There's there's a rallies here, but that shit is some man's bullshit food. There's nothing there that I would get upset about. Fries is really good. Uh, The fries. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, the fries is okay. Other than that, the rest is just greasy bullshit. I don't eat meat, so. Nah, nigga. Nah, she wrong. She ain't valid there. I think she valid. Fuck that. She valid. Yeah, I would have like grease on the air, too. Man, you're stupid. Get the fuck out of here. Look, I, your order's right. That's it's the principle behind the shit, man. Yeah, it's some principle. Fuck right. that. I gave you the right order. Mm. Your order's good. You sitting up here going back and forth with me. Now you can leave, or I'm gonna make you leave. Make me leave. Now, then. what if they had a gun? Why? Why would you need a gun? It's burgers and fries, my nigga. Just put <laughs> another burger in there. <laughs> like, give me some extra cheese, my nigga. None of this shit. There is no escalation. If she would have had, had a gun, what if she was like, oh, I'm finna, uh, we gonna see you by my order, nigga. She playing Knuck If You Buck in there. You have whatever you want. Wait, do they play Knuck If You Buck in they, they was in the car, they, apparently. They, nah, they don't, they probably they was, like, No, they was playing it on they the was loudspeaker. Playing like, uh, they were playing like the locks or some shit. Like, <laughs> Money, Power, Respect was playing in there, and it was, then that would give, ain't that what, man, East Coast motherfuckers yeah, I mean, amped up? But dog, come on, man. They was playing Jadakiss or some shit. You gonna throw some grease? Yeah. If, I, let's I say that motherfucker. Let's say that motherfucker said, "I got a gun, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure my order right." Okay. So now I'm protecting myself. If I throw the grease on that, that keep you from getting your gun. All right. I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> what you? I, I don't think I would have threw grease, but what yeah. you would have thrown? You would nothing. What'd I would have thrown did? some extra fries in the bag, <laughs> thrown another burger in the bag. Why? Said, have a good day. That could have lost her. She could have lost her job. How? Like that. She definitely lost a job over this. <laughs> No the decision manager, was good. The manager did too. Yeah, no, no decision was good. I mean, how what do you, you wait? Why did the manager get fired? Did the manager tell him to throw the grease? Maybe so. <laughs> like, throw that grease on him because they came out here last was week. Like, what you doing with that grease, girl? <laughs> These bitches won't leave. They saying I got that order wrong. Well, don't tell them I'm here. <laughs> Latifa, Latifa, don't be throwing no grease on nobody. Latifa always throwing grease on people. <laughs> that what she did to her so baby how- daddy. So you would have just gave him some food and just been man. Like, oh. It is not my fucking business. I don't give a fuck, nigga. What you want? All I right. mean, if you was in the situation, they wouldn't leave. Then what you would have did? I would have asked them, "What do you need to leave?" 
<laughs> the order is wrong. Okay, let me see where I messed up. Cool. Here, my mistake. Have a good day. See you next time. But if they still win the league, man, if, they, if you do that, they're gonna punk you every time they come through their drive. I ain't gonna be working here too much longer. I keep giving away free food. <laughs> <laughs> You can't let motherfuckers punk you all the time, man. Uh, Fuck that shit. You right. You are so right. You can't let people punk you. Look at this punk, video. Pump, pump. Punk Look at this video. Pump. pump. <laughs> Look at this video. I just had four cops with AR-15s on my front door and busted it down because somebody called them, said a Hispanic male had his AR had an AK-47 or whatever, and and that's all. That's all the information you need to bust my door down. Even if I did. Having an AK-47 in here, I am fully within my rights to own an AK-47 as long as it's not an automatic an automatic firing weapon. Yes. Under normal circumstances, it does require a warrant. Under exigent circumstances, a warrant is not needed. Exigent circumstances requires what? A full description. Okay. All you guys had was a Hispanic male. You had no clothes on. Don't nobody give a fuck. Yeah, they just, but somebody called him, said they seen a Hispanic male with an AK-47. They came to my door, busted my door down, and put me in handcuffs. With no warrant. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, names and badge numbers. Man, if he was black, he would have been dead by then. I respect the fuck out of this. Police storms a Hispanic man with AK-47's homes with no warrant. Wait, that uh, dude was white, wasn't he? No, he was Hispanic. Oh, I guess because I didn't see. Oh, I don't know. And I didn't hear. I think accent. he. I think it was Hispanic. But damn, all Hispanics don't have accents. Yes, they do. We don't have accents. Cause we black. We ha- well, we have Southern accents, but we don't have like African. We accents. black, man. <laughs> we ain't supposed to have. No. This is our country. We built this place up. Not really. We did build it up. Forced. Forced. Like Forced. you know. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Topeka police breaks down the door of David Reynolds while he, he was. He don't even sound Hispanic. Okay, maybe he's white. I don't know. While he was washing his dogs, they came in with AR 15 assault rifles, aimed at him, put him in handcuffs, dragged him into the living room. The police then told him they got a call about a Hispanic male with an AK 47, which isn't even illegal to own if he did indeed have one. This story is have lube. this story is just another representation of what's going on with policing in America. Police are out of fucking control. You have to have a warrant. Sorry. You have to have a warrant. <laughs> you have to have a warrant to do shit like that. You can't just bust into a house just because of probable cause. I can bust into a house like that because okay, of probable cause. I'm the police. That. You're right. You can do this, but Black there will be man. repercussions because behind your actions. The repercussions will be you dying because well, I'm going to shoot that you, happened, Black. That happened to the white woman and the black man. Right. Okay. Fortunately, I'm still alive, and I'm asking for your badge number and I don't your have name. to give you shit. That's what I'm saying. Because I'm a police officer so, that turns his body cam off, and I can shoot you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, what, what's going on? Clearly, our police are outrageous. It's out of control. I mean, I don't know what to say. I All mean, right. I don't. Honestly, man, like, I don't. I don't. The problem. I don't think the problem is going to ever get fixed here in our lifetime. I do. I think we're going to. The easy fix is get rid of police. What do you need police for? Honestly speaking, what do we need police for? We need police to be able to protect and serve. 
Or you're gonna have somebody. How are they protecting when they're killing more Americans than they protect? Because you'll well, have you'll have you'll have sure. you'll have assholes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, this is probably not a good example, but I'm still gonna use it. Yeah, you have motherfuckers like the dude in Florida who got pushed down and he he shot somebody. So how did the police I mean, if protect the, uh, the man? I mean, then? If, if, did uh, the police swoop in and stop that bullet from hitting <laughs> that man? No, <laughs> the police came and wrote a report and said, "All right, man, you can go home." I don't know, man. I guess I the police. The only thing, the only time I can see police being useful. Is like the Vegas shooting, but we still don't know what the fuck happened in that situation. Wow, that did happen. Shit, yeah. <laughs> police didn't for, stop that from happening. For, completely forgot about that. So uh, we do need police. I got, I got a tie. Go we do need police for situations like this. Before you say anything, you shit. Might Why is this shit super zoomed in? This is gonna be so good. good. About what? This is the what kind is of what's real life. Yes. Like, this is so much fun. So this is the kind of shit I have to deal with in Portland. That was the original video, okay? An Oregon woman's life has been turned upside down after a video surfaced of her making disparaging racist remarks to a woman who filmed her. Welcome back to What's Trending. I'm Martine Bierman. Make sure to subscribe for more stories about people who should really stop talking when an iPhone comes out. Selena Kyrell posted to Facebook her encounter with a woman who she claims was being racist in the car next to her. She says, after wasting my breath trying to knock some sense into her, I just let her speak. It started when she had said in the most demeaning, poor excuse of a supposed Asian accent that she's Asian. She can't see. That's why she can't drive. I was parked next to her and I did not instigate this at all. At that point, Selena, who's Asian, began filming and the woman in the other car started talking about immigration status. Before you say anything, you might want to make sure your actual legal. This is going to be so good. About what? This is kind of what's real life. Yes. Like, this took place outside of Voodoo Donut in Portland, so the closest border is Canadian. Selena's video went viral on Facebook, and as of this recording, has over 1.4 million views. And when this happens, you. So, what do you think that lady does that drives that car? Just random white, guess. White people drive? I don't know. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, she looks. I don't know. Maybe a, a lawyer or something? Oh, nice. Nice. You know the internet is not going to waste much time identifying the person, especially when we have their license plate. Her name is Sierra Dawn Mizell, and she's since suspended her Facebook and Instagram accounts to avoid online abuse. Yeah, because that must have gotten pretty intense. At AskBreezy1 on Twitter said she worked at the Stars Cabaret, a strip club in Bridgeport. But the Stars Cabaret posted on Facebook, We'd like to publicly address due to the calls and messages coming through that we do not have a staff member or entertainer by the name of Sierra at our establishment. So they wouldn't specify whether she'd never worked there or whether she no longer worked there. The owner of that club did talk to KOIN though and confirmed that Sierra used to work there but hadn't in the last six months. Strip club Casa Diablo had also been named as a potential employer of Sierra's but they wrote, we've gotten several phone calls and Facebook posts tonight at Casa Diablo regarding Sierra Don Mizel. 
For the record, she's never worked at Casa Diablo before, nor will she ever work at Casa Diablo in the future. Although I would hate for this to become a situation about stripper shaming, because who cares if she works at a strip club? That's an honest living, people do it, but this isn't about stripping, so let's make sure that we take note of that. People online are sharing public records of Sierra's misdemeanor charges, which include drug possession and disorderly conduct. KOIN also talked to Sierra's mother, who says that she's sorry, and she realized she made a big mistake. Yeah, because especially now her address has been posted online, and so police are having to keep an eye on her place because she's receiving a ton of threats. And this is a big problem in the public shaming cycle. Outing someone as racist and exposing their inappropriate behavior in public, that's one thing. But keeping up a schedule of harassments and threats brings the public down to a level that they shouldn't want to be a part of. I totally understand wanting to tell somebody that they're wrong and then wanting to teach them a lesson, but if we resort to harassment, we become just as bad as her. Even Selena posted to Facebook, please stop with sharing her address on the horrible threats. She's an ignorant bigot, but she doesn't need her life to be threatened. Thank you guys. Though Selena did later remove that post. Several people online are also calling out Sierra's friend who didn't act to put a stop to the racist comments. Her friend has so far eluded identification and public shaming. What do you guys think? Does public shaming and outrage go too far? So this is one of the few jobs that I think police can handle is detailing a former stripper. I don't think she'll ever get shot. <clears throat> Clearly, she's white. She's in races. She likes drugs. I like Sounds drugs. like that's a perfect match for most police officers. <laughs> I'm just saying that's one of the few jobs I feel like police can handle. Wow. Uh, public shame. Did you see that? Sucks. She was uh she was high on oxys and had a whole record yeah. of drug abuse. Was weed on that list? No, I didn't see weed. No. Sure. No, nah, no. Nah. You know, that but makes she you evil. clearly is not a she's an angel. You saw what she was weed working. Weed makes you evil, man. Yeah. You know that did you? Terrible thing. What you got, man? Now, uh, uh, real quick, uh, the 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 young lady made a really really good point, though, man. When we when we stoop down to that level, man, and and public shame somebody, I mean, people gonna be who they are, man. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, at least she got it out there that she's racist. So now we know she's not an ally. But she didn't do the Asian woman didn't do anything wrong. Right. She just existed, and then this racist. That's what most races how they are. Clan, so the clan's been doing like, that for years. So you feel like it's okay for to let this shit go? I feel like it does. It's wrong for them to call it out. Just no, because no, I didn't say that. I didn't say we're stooping. Why stoop to her level? Because that bitch is involving me. That sh- the motherfucker could have got her killed. Who? The white woman that was screaming racist shit could've about got the Asian killed. lady. She could have got the Asian lady killed. So then throw some hot grease on. Her. I'm just oh, saying, I can't do that. No, though. you can't because look, those are extra fries in the bag. Well, you saw man. there was a Hispanic man get his door bust down by the police. And he got handcuffed. I didn't see his face just because he had a legal gun. I didn't see. His now face. you got another man who had weed in his apartment. He gets shot and killed just because he had weed. We are in a society of contradictions. Do you see the problem now? We're a society of contradictions. What is the one thing that's common amongst all of these? All right, let's keep people. <laughs> Treason? <laughs> I'm just saying. Jeff Sessions? I'm just saying. Man, we we that 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 we don't we don't stoop. We shouldn't stoop to people's. I feel like yes, I'm not do. fucking Obama. Okay, I'm not. When they go low, we go high. I'm not Fuck saying that. that. I Drag said, the motherfuckers down with you. No, 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 no. I'm saying calling her out on that shit. Yes. Okay. 
death threats, though. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Are you serious? You don't want nobody threatening you? I mean, I ain't doing no bullshit like that. But what if you had a uh, family that was like that? And they threatened you shouldn't your be doing no bullshit, my nigga. That's I'm a threat. Saying. That's not a promise. Right. They ain't did shit yet. Yeah, man. That's, I mean, man, that's, make these that's internet shit. thugging. That's internet thugging, Dumb nigga. thugging, nigga. Look it up. Dumb entertainment. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb thugging, dog. You Do you not remember that song? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. Don't play that shit. Hold on. It's two seconds. Oh, it's always two seconds with Shogun. It ends up being a minute. And that's what she said. Yo, I'm about to be on some real murder shit, Tay. I'm telling you, man. Any nigga that ever tweeted me wrong, owe me a shout out, or sent me some bullshit meme, is fucking dead, man. They fucking dead. You understand me, Tay? They fucking dead, man. I don't give a fuck about nothing, man. Sometimes I give a fuck about something, but today I don't give a fuck about nothing, man. Internet beef is nothing. I'm punching buttons, thumb thugging. Don't see me in the streets, see me in them tweets. Boy, I'm thumb thugging, knocking bucking, Instagram mugging. You ain't about that beef. HTTP, boy, I'm thumb thugging, thumb thugging, thumb thugging, thugging, thumb thugging. Boy, you know I'm thumb thugging. You can find that on Dormant Tank. <laughs> them dudes is hilarious. All right. Oh my god! Don't see me in them streets. I'm see glad. Me in them tweets. I am so glad we didn't even we don't coordinate our stories. Yeah, but they tend to happen. <laughs> so I'm gonna send you a brochure real quick while I tell oh, you about. I want you to read the brochure while I talk okay. about the story. Okay. Okay. And uh, I just sent it to you. I got via it. Your messenger, and I'm gonna uh, read my story real quick because I think. I think we're missing the point. Does that say white? Huh. So, uh, University of Maryland stands by a safe space group for white students to discuss race despite despite pushback. Uh, Let's talk about this real quick. The University of Maryland's Counseling Center is offering a new group built as a safe space for white students to discuss race. This, in turn, has prompted pushback from some students. Now, the group is called White Awake and aims to provide white students with the opportunity to explore their experiences, questions, reactions, and feelings on race. David Ackerman, a freshman journalist, journalism major, said the language being used to advertise the group concerned him as a Hispanic person. Uh, after students took to social media to express concern about White Awake, the counseling center said that in a, said in a statement that it would stop circulation of the flyer and consider changing the group's name, but it stood by the group itself. Now you 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 were reading the flyer, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't don't read it yet. I'm okay. going to read it after the yeah. story. Now this is emphasizing the concept of a safe space for white students um, to to talk about their feelings about race. Improving diversity and inclusion has come up frequently in the campus dialogue since 2017. Uh, it was a 2017 stabbing of Richard Collins III, a black student visiting from Bow- uh, Bowie University State, Sean Urban- Urban- Urbanski, a white former student uh, at the university, is awaiting trial on murder and, and hate crime charges in connection with Collins's death. 
Since then, there have been dozens of hate hate bias incidents reported to the university officials. Caleb Filesbury, a graduate education major student, said he thought the premise of white awake was unnecessary because the world is a space for white people to talk in. Uh, but James Radico, a freshman enrolled in letters and sciences, said the group can, could provide a refuge a refuge for white students who who face hostility when they're trying to discuss race with more diverse peers. Now, Radko said that he thinks white awake could be beneficial for white students who feel that they have faced discrimination based on their race. The external affairs vice president of the campus advocacy group, Political Latinist United for Movement and Action in Society, Mm -hmm. said that white students shouldn't co-op the spaces that minority groups need to discuss racism. Okay. Uh, Surplus added that it is frustrating to hear that the white students feel that they need their own space in order to learn about us if we're if we're being hypo, uh, hypothetical, uh-huh. despite the outreach and advocacy work uh, her group does. Yeah. Ackerman said he doesn't think the campus will become more inclusive unless the conversations about race include a wide range of perspectives oh. and are not targeted specifically to white students. OK. Shogun. You read the uh, brochure. I'm going to read it for everybody. Read the brochure for me real quick. White Awake. This is the brochure from top to bottom. The title says White Awake. And up under it gives a description. It says, group of white students to talk about race. Then below that, there's another little breakdown of what they going to do. So I guess this is like appealing to you. So do you want to improve your ability to relate and connect to people of different from yourself? Do you want do you sometimes feel uncomfortable and confused before doing or after interactions with racial and ethical minorities? Do you want to become an ally? Question mark, question mark. And below it, it says this group offers a safe space for white students to explore their experiences, questions, reactions and feelings. Members will support and share feedback with each other as they learn more about themselves and how they can fit into a diverse world. Then it gives you a time slot. And then it says to find out how to participate, contact Dr. Noah Collins in an email. And then below that, below all that is the kicker. Do it soon before all the space is taken. If they don't get this bullshit the fuck out of here. Wait, wait. This is a fucking recruiting poster for fucking KKK. Don't sit wait, here no. piss on my head and I have, say look, it's raining. I'm niggas. white. I don't give a fuck. And I don't you, I need to speak a bunch of white people to, talking about racist to, shit together without no black people no, in the room. Get I don't understand how to here. fit I can't fit in with this diverse world. What about me? What about the world who, Where did these who white come, people come just, against me okay. as a white person? So you How am I supposed to so handle So you're in this? college. You're in college. That means you're at least 18 years old. So you were telling me you went your whole 18 years of existence without being in any situation with anybody other than you. I just don't know how Get to the talk fuck about out of here, dog. Shogun, how I'm you, white. How, how you not know how, how to talk th- about this? Because you never how do, been I, how do I how do I talk about race and 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 my rea- and how do you, I ask the question? Hey, how do I explore my hey, experiences? Man, I've never been around people like you. And other I'm trying white not people, to be offensive to you. So please tell me where have I gone wrong? Other whites can probably be able to relate to me about things. Nah, y'all like, doing it wrong. Y'all like doing it wrong. Feelings, You're doing it wrong. My feelings no, 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 and my reactions. See, this is the problem. Am I supposed to react to Tyrone if he says something about Collard Greens? Am I supposed to react to 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 James over here when what he wants to play basketball? 
What are you? What? What space is getting taken up? We need space. That's to a trigger meet. statement, right? We there. need to meet. We need to. We need to. So a find whole bunch of white people getting together we, to talk about racism. We have to talk. Yeah, look, right. we have to explore right. our experiences, Shogun. Right. We have to explore our questions, or our talk. feelings. Talk. You've been exploring the whole world as you were talking. We need a space of our own to be able well, to do this. Nah, nah. This bullshit. So I brought, and another reason why I brought this story up because the back and forth because the student, some of the students who are minorities feel like they shouldn't be doing it, but the yeah. white students say, "I need this. I, I need. I mean, do they not see how this could be problematic? Do you think it's problematic? Yes, a group of <laughs> white people discussing race relations with only white people. I mean, right. I'm trying to be serious." <laughs> Wait, no, man. Well, no. Where, where am I wrong? <laughs> I mean, for real. I got to be able to talk to somebody, right? Why can't they talk to? It's like a support group. Everybody else. A support. Motherfucker. A support group? Yes. <laughs> yes. This, are we using coded language now? No. It's, it's a, a support group. group. We're not racist. We're not KK Clay. That's my support group. No. We need to. We, sh- we got to figure out how to handle diversity. So you don't think this. All right. So. All right. I'm not racist. I'm I don't know the, how to handle race. Okay, giving them the benefit of the you don't know. <laughs> giving them the benefit of the doubt. This is a pure, pure quote unquote group of people who just want to improve the world and want to become allies. I just want to know how I can handle race diversity. Some kid got You're not stabbed. even handling it now. I am. If I'm talking to away. my, I'm talking to my peers. I need to be able to say, hey. How did you handle that situation with a black person or a Hispanic person? If maybe if that young lady who was in the uh whatever her name was that was in the car was had a had white awake, maybe she wouldn't have spewed those horrible things. Hmm. Maybe she would be able to talk to her peers and be like, "Hey, I really feel like the Asian community can't drive." How do you feel about that? And she's what talking am I, how am I just, supposed to handle she's these talking things? to just her peers, so apparently they're gonna say the same shit. Well, I also agree Asians can't drive. But how do I handle talking to an Asian about them not being able to drive? What the fuck? It's a support group, man. You can get the shit out of here, man. Um so you think it's gonna be it's a racist you think they they being racist. How is it not a racist group? It's not it's a racist. Only allowing group. one race of group. How is this not a? But they're only—they're trying to be around their own peers and they're trying to figure it out that you way. Don't get the fuck out of here! I'm trying to. What, what kind of what kind of refreshments are they giving out? Lemonade? Who knows? Opioids? Hey, I just feel like I don't understand both sides. So, speaking <laughs> of, you got anything else you want to say? I'm I'm done with this topic. Why? Man, I'm just asking. What do you mean, why? White Because you're, you're calling them racist, and I don't feel like that's fair. So if if I had an all black group of people, and we were going to talk about race relations, black people do it all the time. You don't think that's it's racist? called a barbershop? Good. good <laughs> do barbershops say colored only? No, anybody can come in. Exactly. But this is for can anybody come into this group? But that's can <laughs> anybody come into this group? Cole Jackson, if I wanted to sign up for White Awake, could I? No, because I'm not white. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Shit out of here. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. They need, they yeah, need, let's try they it. Let's a, see what they happens. They need a token. Token black guy. <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad you said that. Hold on. I, I had this clip. Uh, it's not worth it. There's this black dude talking about. 
you know how Fox always finds this one black guy that no spin zone. They always find this one black guy to agree with everything. And this one black guy came out talking about, yeah, I mean, why is Colin Kaepernick kneeling? He's like, my nigga, I'm so sick of this shit. You know what I think of when you say stuff like that? Have you ever seen not another date movie or something like yeah, that? Yeah. And then the black dude's like, I'm just here to say, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and that, and uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, that's basically that's, it. That's what I think about. Right on. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Well, guess wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. Didn't he say something like, watch your mouth or something yeah, like that? all those <laughs> stereotypes. Yeah, shut your mouth. So, the opioid situation, you asked me a while back, how did that start? And I kind of found out something that might have kind of got it going. Mm-hmm. Like, we all know opioids is because the overprescription of medication, mm-hmm. right? But how did that happen? How did people start getting into that circulation of just asking their doctors to be prescribed on these things and getting prescribed from their doctors? Mm-hmm. Well, you remember commercials of like, Propecia. I'm just gonna say some shit. Right. That sounds like a girl I used to date. <laughs> right. Propecia. And it tells you all the positive things that it does. And it's like, well, if you feel this certain way, sucking dick, hand jobs, and if man, you feel that way, you should get you some Propecia. You know what I'm saying? And and then it tells you at the very end, ask your doctor or physical representative or whatever it is. Yeah. Ask your doctor if this is right for you. Well, that is called. Oh shit. People don't know they really do that though. They don't. People don't ask their doc. They just take it. Mm. The doctor says, take this. Doc, I got a headache. Here, take these pills. Yeah. Doc, I got a nose itch. Well, Here, take these pills. Doc, my ass itch. Take these pills. That's called direct-to-consumer marketing. And the reason why the That's doctor- That's like a weed man. Exactly. <laughs> but the reason why the, the, the doctor <laughs> keeps saying, yeah, take these pills, take these pills, take these pills, is because- the pharmaceutical companies are giving doctors kickbacks and bonuses for pushing different pills. Like the weed man. Just like the <laughs> weed man. So when you look at the 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 opioid crisis that they're calling it, I mean, it's not so as much as a crisis. It's more so of, you know, business as usual. Right. Guy got to get paid. 25 and that's how 25 all, opioids on my dresser yes sir <laughs> and that's how all that's businesses are they want to make money they want to make money from the upside and the downside you know it's like the whole policing system they make money by jo- locking up people and then also make money by you know not issuing, up issuing tickets and whatnot no. like if you were being have, a constable right so check this out The makers of the painkiller OxyContin have been blamed for spurring the opioid addiction crisis in the U.S. and making billions of dollars doing it. Now Purdue Pharma is in the thick of controversy again for two reasons. They're being sued by New York State, accused of duping patients and doctors about the dangers of the drug, allegations the company denies. And secondly, the company's former president, Richard Sackler, has been granted a patent for a drug to help wean addicts off opioids. Sackler's family owns Purdue pharma. The invention is a new form of buprenorphine, a mild opiate that controls drug cravings. It reportedly would come in a wafer, which would dissolve quicker than existing versions, and given as a substitute to people hooked on narcotics. Luke Nasta, director of an addiction treatment facility in New York, says it's reprehensible what Purdue Pharma has done. He continues by saying it shouldn't be allowed to peddle any more synthetic opiates, and that includes opiate substitutes. For Global One, I'm Julie Edvara. So basically what she just said is Purdue Pharmaceuticals 
have now have a patent for a drug that will help you wean yourself off of Oxycontin. Imagine that. <laughs> a fucking pill to get you off a fucking pill. <laughs> Ain't that some well, shit. It's gonna be doc, wafer. doc, I'm on Oxycontin real hard. Take this pill. But you gave me these Oxycontins. Yeah, but now I gotta Take give you some pill. other and, and the fact that they have a patent, you know, patents mean that you're the only one who can produce this. If anybody ever does it, then you can sue because they're copying your formula. So you're the only one who can sell this, but you're also the only one who started this situation. I'm just saying businesses, man. Capitalistic society. Get off the pills, people. Shit. Gotta love it. Gotta Opioids. love it. Gotta love okay. it. Hey, you didn't use Kanye West on that. You oh. should have used Kanye West. I don't I know, on, man. That's... I was on opioids. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because I was drugged the fuck out, bro. I was on opioids. <laughs> Purdue Pharmaceuticals. Mm-mm-mm. We got to get some more sounds to our sound, boy. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. I don't have nothing else but quick hits. Yeah, that's all I got, too. I, I don't I just... know, because your quick hits turned into long rundown <laughs> stories. <laughs> well, I'd be having so much, I'd be trying to force it in there. Ha. Um... <laughs> You ready? You ready? You ready? Are these going to really be quick hits, yo, good? Uh, yeah. you going to be like, oh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Nah, they're quick hits. No clips. Quick hits. Let's go. Henry Cavill is out as Superman. Question mark? Maybe not. Nigga can't act. Uh, yeah. Listen to the nerd plate this week, and I'll go a little bit deeper. A California man steps in front of a machete to save woman at Starbucks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Can I find out more about this? <laughs> wow. All right. Can I get a slap? I'm sorry. I, I was slapped by that information. <laughs> Shit. Both of us and the nigga with the machete. Fuck. The fuck? What? It, really? <laughs> they was in. Wait, wait, say that again. A California man. California man steps in front of a machete to save a woman at Starbucks. Damn. That's a good thing. That's a true story. <laughs> I don't know nothing about it, but it's true. It's in California. All right. Spider-Man has the world's worst Easter egg Easter egg fail ever. Don't Madison. tell me because you're going to... Madison, will you marry me? Listen to the nerd plate now. I'll go a little bit deeper about that. <laughs> Nike stock hits all-time high after Colin Kaepernick's ad controversy. Do you think that it was right that he they used him now? Yeah. He's money. He was always there, apparently. Yeah, they just announced it. <laughs> Guess so. All right. Max B is finally free. When did he get out? He got out today, motherfucker. Today. Sunday? Today, motherfucker. Today. Well, well maybe. He's free. By the time they listen to it, he uh, is free. I'm ready. I'm ready to hear some Bow Wow opens up about his cough syrup. Almost killed him. I was high off lean every day. Is it time? I was drugged the fuck out. (laughs) Is it time to cancel Bow Wow? It's been time to cancel Bow Wow. (laughs) And I thought he was Shad Moss. Shad Moss is still cool. (laughs) (laughs) And they just announced new iPhones. Woo! You got the iPhone XS. Mm. The reason why? It is now faster than mm. last year's version. A little bit bigger. Mm. I'm sorry. No, my penis. <laughs> it's just faster than last year. Then they got the iPhone Max. The iPhone Max is 6.5 screen resolution. Mm. My V30 that I have right now is a 6 inch. Mm. So that 0.5, man, is going to make a huge difference. Mm. And it also has dual SIM card. Ooh, wow. wow. But the, the killing part of all of it, the new iPhones are now 
the most expensive phones that Apple has made. The iPhone XS is $999, yeah, $1,000. Then, <laughs> then they got the iPhone XS Max, which is $1,100. Would you pay $1,000 for an iPhone? No. That's like sucking dick for crack. No. And my final hit, quick hit. Inmate tries to rape NYPD officer in court. Was it the man woman that you were talking about? No. Wait, in court? <laughs> yeah. Like, I ain't going to get caught. We can do a quick and real quick. No, he literally, he was getting sentenced and he said, fuck it, I'm going to rape this nigga. Wow. Okay. Well, now we know why you're in there. <laughs> and then finally, Alex Jones has been banned from Twitter. Going to the U.S. Capitol and yelling at congressmen and also Jack Dorsey, who is the owner of Twitter. He yelled at him. Jack Dorsey was like, this nigga is crazy. Usually I don't want to ban people's rights to talk, but this guy got to go. And that was quick, quick hits. Just give it up, Alex Jones. Yeah, it's done. He, he done. All he got now is his website. So. Well... That's another episode of Government Name Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Juicy, packed full of government name. And then also, if you want a double dose of Shogun this week, I should be on the Nerd Nerd Plate. plate. So if you want to hear me talk about movies and nerd culture and video games, that will be coming up right here. Well, not right here. Do it. You can find it on Nerd Plate podcast yeah podcasts are found you can find that there yeah that was terrible you can find the nerd plate anywhere you can find other fabulous podcasts you can just type it in as nerd plate or the nerd plate hey guys we appreciate the support continue to do that please 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 follow us on twitter and get people to follow us on twitter so we can get the twitter followers up i know we like behind with that shit but Mm. man just you know we do this for you radio thought you were done no nigga we supposed to do the catchphrase oh yeah 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 yeah. about the plantation yeah get off the plantation because we's free yeah there you go why not you don't like flutes those are terrible flutes though what is that (laughs) we use it for a skit i know what we use it for we can't use it anymore it's just terrible. Uh, ah. Yeah.